We don't want your political advertisement to divide our children or belittle them. Think twice before you indoctrinate such racist theories. You cannot tell me what is or is not racist. Look at me. Welcome back to another episode of Um What's Happening because I have no idea what's happening. I'm sure you know what's happening, so I'm just gonna we're gonna have a little journey together to find out what's happening because I have no idea what's happening, right? Okay, so the three ideas of what, that I want to talk about are uh, one number one, New Zealand government is implementing a way to radically change education. And number two, why is the government so fixated on the treaty and its principles? And number three, the infiltration of postmodernism and its criticalness. So, in 2018, under the direction of the Ministry of Education, the government had a nice kōrero, that's the Māori word for a conversation, with the public so that the government could be informed about New Zealand's experiences of education and how they, the government, could build the world's best education training system for New Zealand. That sounds great. Sounds great. As a result of this kōrero, this is what they came up with which they call the National Education and Learning Priorities. NALPS, for short. Mmm, catchy. Objective number one, learners at the centre. Now that's brilliant. We should have learners at the centre, right? That's all we educate people. Objective number two, barrier-free access. Objective number three, quality teaching and leadership. Objective number four, future of learning and work. And objective number five, world-class inclusive public education. For the first objective, I'm just going to look at the first objective, right? So learners at the centre. So they have two priorities. The first one is ensure places are safe, inclusive and free from racism, discrimination, bullying. So I'm all about being safe, right? You want to learn in a safe environment. Inclusive, uh, sometimes that word gets a little bit tangled in with social justice and so we don't really know what they mean by inclusive. Free from racism, I'm for all for eradicating racism, right? Racism at all levels is terrible. Discrimination, bullying, yeah, let's get rid of that, right? Number two, have high aspirations for every learner a konga and support these by partnering with their communities to deliver, design and deliver education that responds to their needs and sustains their identities, languages and cultures. Right? I'm not all for identities. Identities are like, uh, just, I like to just look at a person and go, right, that's his physical body. He's got the capacity to think. That's who he is. Sweet. I just don't buy the idea of identities and I don't really see how it is important in the real world. But if anyone can convince me otherwise, cool. Right, so well, what I want to look at is, is uh, how the government is going to implement these objectives. So, First off, let's look at the first objective. To ensure places are free from racism, the government will deliver te hurihanganui and invest in critical consciousness and support cultural capabilities. Right. What is te hurihanganui? And what is critical consciousness? All right. Those are important questions. 
that the public should ask and we should get some information on. Thankfully they have provided information. Uh, on a website they've gone on to explain how they developed the process or how they developed the idea of Te Huri Hanganui and, and, and so I'm just going to read from that. So it says, the Minister of Education worked with 10 experts to design a blueprint to strengthen equity and lift achievement for Māori students. That is brilliant, lift achievement for Māori students. The idea of equity there, I have something against that. I prefer to have equality uh, equality of uh, opportunity instead of equality of outcome. So that is probably what they're talking about here with equity. The 10 experts realized that even though excellence for Māori students occurred in some English medium schools and Māori students were most more likely to enjoy and achieve educational success as Māori in Kaupapa Māori settings. Okay, that's great. In response to the colonial values, right, and English language, okay, I guess English is the main form of language that we use, that is prevalent across the state education system, right. I think the government is making a case to, or this, 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 uh, uh, document is make, making a case for the government staying out of education and has caused the disparities and disadvantages for Māori this initiative was created. All right, Colonial values, they're just putting a negative connotation on the idea of Western values and that's not good. All right. A new name was also needed to reflect the transformative nature required of the work and locate this initiative within the wider education work program. After lengthy discussions, they gifted the name Te Huri Hanganui, providing the following explanation. So I'm just going to read a little story. So it is said that Ranginui, the Sky Father, and Papa Tuanuku, the, sky, the Earth Mother, were separated by their son Tane Mahuta and his brothers. Such was the grief of both parents following the separation. And as an act of aroha, the children elected to turn their mother face down to avoid one parent seeing the sadness and despair of the other. This act became known as Te Huri Hanganui, the great change or turning point from which mankind evolved into Te O Te Ao Marama. We agreed that Te Huri Hanganui and this story were symbolic of the significant action required to achieve, to achieve transformative education system reform. We recognize that to realize the educational potential of a Konga Māori, this new initiative must be revolutionary and act as a turning point for the system. Right, so educational revolution. Mm, nice. Not good. However, in accepting the name Te Huri Hanganui, responsibility must also be taken for the courageous guardianship this name and initi initiatives associated with it will require. Right, so right now I'm just going to inspect and see what Te Huri Hanganui is all about. And I'm going to be a naughty guy, right? I'm going to be a naughty boy and say that I disagree with the initiatives that are associated with Te Huri Hanganui, right? Their last sentence from the, from the website, website there is just very, very crafty. So they're saying that, that since Te Huri Hanganui has a Māori name, it is inherently connected to Māori culture. And so if I don't guard it, or let alone agree with it, then I must be disagreeing with Māori culture and no, I can disagree with ideas without having to be racist, alright? My view on life is that I must respect people for their inherent rights but ideas, values and actions do not get the same respect. Mm -hmm. I treat everyone as a human being, as a physical body and the capacity to think 
but ideas are up for debate. We must look for the best ideas in order to progress, right? There are good ideas and there are bad ideas. All ideas are up for debate. Therefore, I am going to call out what Te Hurihanganui stands for and show that it is not unique to Māori culture, but aligns much with what we will call postmodernism and critical race theory. Mm. Right, so here's critical race uh, to Hurihanganui. So, they've got here, what is Te, te Hurihanganui? Te Hurihanganui will support communities to work together to address racism, good, and inequity, okay, how are you going to do that? So that they can accelerate achievement and well-being of our Konga Māori and their whānau. What works in communities will then be built back into the education system so that we see transformative shift for all Akonga Māori and their whānau throughout the system. So I hope the best ideas are going to be put back into the education system, right? Where will it happen? Te Hurihanganui will be implemented in six communities across Aotearoa. Communities will include Akonga Māori, iwi community groups as well as early learning primary and secondary schools. How will it be implemented? Implementing Te Hurihanganui within Communities means applying the design principles across all parts of the education system. Communities will receive support, resource and tools to build critical consciousness mm. and strengthen kōpapa Māori and education in the best way for the community. So there's two principal, underlying principles of Te Hanganui. One is kōpapa Māori, which is great. I'll just give their definition for it. Strengthening kōpapa Māori means recognising the validity and legitimacy of Māori language, culture, philosophy and principles. Cool. I'm all for naming a collection of ideas as a Māori philosophy. It means thinking critically and developing a critique of non-Māori constructions and definitions of Māori and affirming the importance of Māori self-definitions and self-valuations. Cool. Sweet. Alright. This is where critical consciousness, this is where I disagree strongly and you'll see why. So. Critical, what do you mean, what do they mean by critical? It just comes back to the idea of critical social justice and it's pretty much one of the methods of postmodernism is to deconstruct everything and make it, make everything, view everything with the idea of there's some oppressive force out there and there's people that are receiving the oppressive force and we call these people uh, oppressed. So here's their definition. Building critical consciousness means reflecting critically on the imbalance of power, right? So power is a big part of critical theory. And resources in society. Mm. And taking anti-oppressive action to do something about it for the better. So anti-oppressive, that may seem a little bit strange. Probably haven't heard that word before. Anti-oppressive, it follows some of the ideas that Abram X. Kendi had talked about in his book called How to Be an Anti-Racist. So in there it says that it's not good enough to not just be racist. You can't just not uh, be a racist. You have to be engaged in what we call leveling the disparities between cultural groups. This group here has an unjust access to power and resources and this group here has uh, doesn't have that same opportunity, no, that same outcome. And so we're going to fix them. And so we must, all of us collectively, collectively must take anti-oppressive action to fix that, uh, those disparities. So we create equality of outcome for everyone. That's the whole idea of this anti-whatever action when it comes under the umbrella of critical theory. 
It means recognizing white privilege. Right. Ah, that's me. I have white privilege. Dang it. Understanding racism. Inequity faced by Māori and disrupting that status quo to strengthen equity. Right, so my problem here is that we're going to label a group, namely a people that identify as white, or that have been identified as white, as having privilege. And so they become the oppressor group, whereas the Māori here have become the oppressed group. And so what we're going to do to fix the system, fix education, we're just going to tear down the systems that the white colonists had created because it's, it was only created with the intention to benefit white people. So we must tear it down and replace it with institutions that are better equipped to solve the problems and help uh, help everyone out with their problems, okay? But this is ridiculous, okay? This is beyond ridiculous. It all It's all about critical consciousness, critical consciousness, critical consciousness, critical consciousness. Oh, terrible. Okay, so Kelvin Davis, and his, he wrote a letter, and he, I guess the ministers, for whatever, they post on the Beehive website letters talking about what they're doing to make it look like they're doing a good job, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's written, Nelson is the latest community to join the Te Huri Hanganui kaupapa to drive change and address racism and bias in education. Associate Education Minister Calvin Davis announced today, the education system hasn't worked for everyone in New Zealand, and one of the biggest reasons for this inequity is systemic racism. Te Huri Hanganui is how we're learning what works in communities to fix that. Communities are the heart of Te Huri Hanganui. Right. But you obviously mean the Māori communities, not the white communities. Iwi Fano Akonga schools and early learning services. When educators and policymakers work in partnership with communities, we can make change happen on the ground as well as across the education system, Calvin Davis said. Nelson is the fourth community to join the Kopapa following Te Poke, Porirua, Tawa and Te Taitonga. There's never a single solution. That's correct. To building a better education system for our tamariki, our children. None of us have all the answers. Right, one individual doesn't have all the answers exactly. So why are you having to ask a group of 10 experts on how to change education? You seem to think that they have all the answers. But together we do. Oh, Calvin Davis said, you mean that, yeah, okay. You mean that the 10 experts who study critical race theory do? The ideas propping to Horihanganui are at least repulsive. Right, I talked about the critical consciousness. You have to shame and blame the white community for their ancestors and creating the institutions that are creating the equities or the, dispar uh, the inequity, the disparities between cultural groups. So I admit the intention behind Te Huri Hanganui is good because you're trying to eradicate racism, but the implementation is terrible. It's repulsive. What works in communities will be then built back into the education system so that we see transformative shift for all the Konga Māori and their whānau throughout the system. Yeah, so so before when I said, uh, said that the Ministry of Education worked with 10 experts, right? So this is what I imagine the 10 experts were doing. So I imagine sitting down and going, okay, what are we going to... How are we going to address racism today? Any ideas? Okay. And someone's going to say, well, maybe we should consider like individuals they have they're able to they make choices and so they choose to rate racial racially profile and maybe we should just encourage everyone to treat everyone with respect and 
ask more questions so that they can get to know each other better. And then the, the person at the head table is going to be, uh, oh, um, oh, I think that's a bit too simple. I think we need something a bit more radical. Radical, yeah. I think I'm radical. Any more ideas, please? And then I imagine another person coming together uh, or saying, uh, oh, well, I have an idea. Uh, I was listening to a song the other day and it seemed it was quite catchy and I just want to share share the song with you today, if that's right. Yeah, so yeah, I get, it's coming on. Uh, I'll just sing it to you right now at the table. That's right. Racism, yeah, everywhere I look around. Racism's in the air, every sight and every sound. And I don't know if I'm being foolish, and I don't know if I'm being wise, but it's something that I must believe in. Else the government will call me unkind Racism's in the air In the whisper of the tree Racism's in the air In the thunder of the sea And I don't know if I'm just dreaming Don't know if I feel safe But it's something that I must believe in And it's there when you call out my name Don't you racist! And then the... And then the person at the head table would say, Oh, that's brilliant. Oh my goodness, you just hit the nail on its head, right? Systemic racism, that's the problem. Racism is everywhere. We need to fix it. It's part of the education system. It's part of the government system. It's everywhere. We're going to have to call it out, and we're just going to have to call it Te, te Huri Hanganui. Is your son or daughter struggling with maths, or want to gain excellence in NCA maths? Well, I know the guy. Fellows, some might say, they can set up online Zoom calls to help with math homework and assessment preparation. Just visit Dallin NCA Math Tutoring and send a message to Dallin. That's Dallin NCA Math Tutoring. Mathematics is a language that takes time to master, so care will be taken to assess the current knowledge of individual students and what goals they have for the future to work out the best way to learn the language of mathematics. A focus will be on logic and building understanding instead of just learning skills. So, I talked about before the idea that this is pretty much critical race theory and postmodernism combined into Te Huri Hanganui. So, so what they've done is they've got te, uh, critical race theory, which isn't um, a, a new idea. It's it's an idea that's come from uh, America, and so yeah, they've just packaged that in a box and then they've wrapped it in wrapping paper with Te Huri Hanganui. Mm, and these ideas. Uh, Ridiculous, okay? So, so with this new initiative, Te Huri Hanganui, I'm going to tell the Māori kids that they're oppressed by the white system, the whiteness of the system, and then tell the white kids that they are privileged because the system is full of whiteness, and they must do, everyone must do all they can to root racism out of the, their souls and out of the system, or stop their participation in a racist system, which is the whole idea behind being anti-oppressive, anti-racist. And so this is going to cause, this is going to stop the disparities between cultural groups or racial groups, right? So, 
Another word, uh, another word for this is just indoctrination, right? Uh, the, the government's just going to start uh, saying that if if you're white, then you benefit from privilege, and you must announce some part of your inherent selves. But it's not going to be cultural implementation, meaning that this isn't going to be spread by just people talking with each other and or whatever. It's going. To, the government's going to have a hand in this, and they're going to be uh, influencing this or the the, the uh, teaching of this ideology in schools. The government's just doing a great job. Uh, we should like fall down worship the government <coughs> and just say that they, sh they should fix all our problems because they're just doing a great job, right? But one serious question that I have is that given that I've met many Maori persons in New Zealand and some of them have uh, fair skin, does that mean that they inherit, inherent, inherit the white privilege that I benefit from? And are they linked to the white colonial values as well? Because that seems, I mean, that's something that surely has to be talked about. Though maybe I should ask Calvin Davis, because he seems to have all the answers, and they would just talk to the group of ten people and go, well, what about this question? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. We've got it sorted. Right. So, in my opinion, I, I'm seeing that education systems all around the world are becoming sites of activism. So we're not teaching anymore what to think. We're just information about the real world. We're teaching kids about how to interpret the world and what they should be doing to resolve injustices. Now, I believe in the idea of a fair playing field, and we should have a fair playing field, but when you start white shaming and, call it, and saying that other groups are being oppressed, I have a problem with that, okay? I understand the idea which people call systemic racism that in society because of statistics and media influence we say that on average Modi are more likely to have this outcome and on average Pakeha are more likely to have that outcome and that may have an influence on our thought processes but that doesn't mean that individually we can't choose to be respectful of all people and simultaneously judge ideas that a person has or actions that a person does according to the goodness of the idea or goodness of the action. We can judge by the content of the character and not by the color of the skin. So given that reasoning, there is a solution. And it doesn't involve targeting groups of people because of their whiteness and saying that a group of people are oppressed because of their ethnicity. There are other ways to solve problems. Start with the individual. Yeah, don't resort to bullying Calvin Davis and the government. Yeah, yeah, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay. Do you wonder where your money goes? We collect it through tax. We not only require tax on income, but also on goods and services. We also require tax on tax. We know you love tax. And to show you that we love you and your money, we will keep taxing you all. New Zealand is a beautiful place, and it is a place where we focus on the people, the people, the people. We also love our comrades, the media, that make it look like we are serving the people, but in reality, we just want to keep our positions of power to secure our incomes. Oops, did I say that loud? Of course we serve the people, you know that. Keep supporting us with your tax and we will continue to show our love. Thank you. So since we're on the idea of racism, I just want to talk about, so in, in Parliament of the last month, there's been talk among MPs about racism and especially about the Treaty of Waitangi, Te Tiriti o Waitangi. And 
that came about because Judith Collins was uh, talking about a report called Hippoapua that certain academics and a group of people got together and they talked about to give suggestions for uh, the government to start uh, implementing so that they could more fully achieve the idea or meet the idea behind the principles of the Treaty of Waitangi. And some of them include like uh, co-governance under the principle of partnership. So instead of just having one political system, we have two. So uh, I'll talk about this in more detail, but you have the general parliament, I guess, and then you have the Maori parliament. And I'm against that because we don't want to se segregate. We don't want to separate society into groups. We want to have one group, which is New Zealanders, right? So Auntie Sinda, good old Auntie Sinda, Prime Minister, she says that in response to uh, Judith Collins, she said that, well, what you characterize as separate separatism, I characterize as partnership. But I don't think, I think that uh, Auntie Cinda doesn't understand that two things can be true at the same time. If this is partnership, okay. There's also separatism. All right, so the reasons why Auntie Cinder is all about this partnership uh, principle is because of the Waitangi Tribunal. So <coughs> the Waitangi Tribunal has legal authority to interpret the principles of the Tetiriti of Waitangi. And so there's a short little history of this. So in 19... 1975, the government set up the Waitangi Tribunal to help settle the issues around the interpretation of the treaty, given that it was hard to define Kawanatanga and Tinorangatiratanga and its principles. I, I don't know where they get the idea of principles because there's no reference to principles in the treaty, but the Waitangi Tribunal has the legal right to interpret them and sometimes uses this as a way to push the government to accept radical plans like racial differential treatment without using the word segregation, but rather partnership. And this is what Auntie Cinda referred to in a little Q&A with uh, Judith Collins. So I'll talk in a separate video, I'm going to talk about the Treaty of Waitangi and its history, okay? Because the, the government's going to start pushing a New Zealand histories curriculum and that's going to start next year. But it's very biased against uh, colonialism, the introduction of Western ideas and values, which I wouldn't actually call as Western ideas and values. They're just good principles, they're good ideas. If you want to take off the word Western, fine, I'm for that. Western is just there to say that these are the, the this is where the ideas are, have originated. Alright, they're not, it's not about superiority, okay? So, also, I want to talk a little bit about postmodernism. So, postmodernism is kind of like a, a reactionary ideology to modernism. So, uh, I'll just give a little brief overview. So, I, I get most of these ideas from a book called Cynical Theories by James Lindsay and Helen Pluckrose. And I would suggest that you buy the book or read it. And you can get it on uh, Amazon, Kindle, the Kindle st store, and also on the site cynicaltheories.com. It's a brilliant book and will expand your understanding of the world and what the social movements of today are really about. The foundation of critical theory is the assumption that there is unjust access to power. And in order to fix that, we must, all of us collectively, forcibly, if necessary, must conform to the religion called social justice. Now, I believe in having a just society, 
but I do not believe in the ideology called social justice because I am against compulsion and I am against shaming groups for past injustices. The academics who played with these ideas and currently do support them, in my opinion, must either be delusional or very un unhappy because what they propose is the deconstruction of the Western world culture and institutions, the very culture and institutions that they have benefited from and allowed them to flourish in academia. It's just blatant hypocrisy. What I feel like they're against is the natural human tendencies to be selfish, proud, uncaring, etc. when we are in positions of power and with our interactions with our other human beings. This cannot be simply solved by tearing down institutions and creating new ones in their place. It comes from the reform of the individual, which involves choice, which are things that postmodern theorists seem to gloss over. So in relation to Teohuri Hanganui, since people of European descent have had a greater allocation of power in New Zealand for nearly 200 years, all whites, no matter if they have almost no privileges, such as a stable family, a lot of white families, or a lot of individuals that are white, come from broken marriages, broken homes, but thus they still inherit, inherit what is called uh, white privilege because white people and only white people benefit from the institutions that our ancestors constructed and the evidence for this is the ethnic disparities in health, education and incar incarceration rates for different cultural groups. Now this is ridiculous, okay, this is more like assuming a conclusion Assuming the conclusion is true and then finding evidence to back up the conclusion instead of going the other way around where you, where you hypothesize you gather evidence for everything and unbiased evidence and then from that evidence you create a conclusion. These, these postmodernists have got the other way around. You cannot start with the conclusion in mind and then gather evidence for the conclusion. That's just, that is bias in its true form. So, now the other problem that I have with postmodern thought is that since this is all theory, right, constructed in what I call idea space, there is no evidence produced by scientific processes to assert that there is validity or effectiveness to solve problems. So I hope you realize that Te Huri Hanganui, or more specifically, critical consciousness, critical race theory is just an experimentation on kids, or more specifically, our kids. What postmodern theorists require is the conformity of reality to theory. If it doesn't conform, if reality doesn't conform, then the problem is with reality, not with the theory, okay? The media are complicit in this and so is the government. Again, I emphasize the need to understand these ideas so that if your children go to public schools, and so I imagine, so they're rolling out, they have planned, the government has plans to roll Te Huri Hanganui into the national curriculum. I don't know specifically when, but they have they have a time frame for this and I can I can find out that information again I emphasize the need to understand these ideas so that if your children go to public schools and you do not like these ideas you can at least teach them the truth about reality in your home uh, own homes these ide ideologies are very destructive if you start introducing intersectionality which uh, which is a fundamental idea in postmodernism which is that we are all separated or we all we segregate ourselves socially according to all our racial groups and our identities and if you if you have more 
who come from a racial group and an identity that has been oppressed historically and uh, that means that you're being oppressed right now and you deserve justice says that you deserve uh, equity you deserve equal outcome all right this is just going to cause division for a lot of people and it's going to cause racial disharmony the fact that the money used to implement Te Huri Hanganui comes from the government's well-being budget is a little ridiculous. Yeah, how will telling an ethnic group that they are privileged and the other ethnic group that they are oppressed prevent depression, anxiety and racial disharmony? Now, I understand the, the intentions behind this program are good. Yes, they're good to rid racism. I'm all for that. I want racism to be kicked out from planet Earth and it to be gobbled up by the sun. Okay? That's what I wish would happen, okay? But, as the saying goes, the way to hell is paved with good intentions. The outcomes of this ideology are not good. The outcome's gonna be terrible. American parents are also fighting against this ideology, so uh, a lot of American parents have gone to their school boards and voiced their concerns about the, the teaching of critical race theory in their schools and they're against it because they would rather you look on a person because of you judge a person because of their the values that they hold all right so even though the, the majority of them are white parents who cares right I don't care who, who should care that they're white who should yeah. in the words of Martin Luther King jr. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character now I have a dream that we will implement love not hate or supporting another Jim Crow's agenda CRT is not an honest dialogue it is a tactic that was used by Hitler and the Ku Klux Klan on slavery very many years ago to dumb down my ancestors so we could not think for ourselves CRT is racist. It is abusive. It discriminates against one's color. Let me educate you. An honest dialogue does not impress, oppress. An honest dialogue does not implement hatred or injustice. It's to communicate with deceiving, without deceiving people. Today, we don't need your agreement. We want action in the backbone for what we asked for today, to ban CRT. We don't want your political advertisement to divide our children or belittle them. Think twice before you indoctrinate such racist theories. You cannot tell me what is or is not racist. Look at me. I had to come down here today to tell you to your face that we are coming together and we are strong. This will not be the last. Greet and meet respectfully. Mother, she's a member of the group Parents Against Critical Theory. We're very pleased to have her on the show tonight. Chantel Cooper, thank you very much for coming on. What made you thank do you this? And so many parents have not done this. You stood up there and did this on camera. Why? Well, it contradicts everything that Martin Luther King fought for. It's hatred. Marxist ideology, and it places the child in a loophole of oppression, making them feel as a victim. I can't stand for that. Amazing. Amazing. So d describe the kinds of things that you're, that you're fighting against. So the school is teaching children to judge one another on the basis of, of appearance, on, uh, of skin color. Is that right? Yes. Well, it's our job as parents to raise our children, not the school board. One example I can right. give you was um, the school was replacing the morning announcement with news. The second, uh, children reached out to find out how they could help and join a club to see if they could, you know, relate with one another undivided. And they were denied by the color of their skin for the Equity Ambassador Club. 
So certain co kids couldn't get into, I don't even know what colors you're talking about, but, but the fact remains kids could not get into a club because they were the wrong color. Correct. Well, how is that different from darker periods, periods we consider evil in American history? That sounds very similar. Well, plain example, you cannot further brotherhood of a man by encouraging class hatred. Our Constitution is what unites us, not the color of our skin. Yes. So America, it's just time for us to stand up for one another. You know, this, this is the last free country. Wow. What was the response? I love to hear you say that, and I agree with that 100%. What was the response when you did this, when you spoke so publicly about what your school was teaching? Well, it's been positive. I never knew that there were so many parents that felt the way I did. I love people. So for anyone to go against, you know, good, but be, be okay with evil, you can't fix a bad reaction with another bad action. It just doesn't make sense. That's right. That's exactly right. Chantel Cooper, I'm, I'm so glad that you came on the show tonight. And what a voice you are. I hope people will emulate you. Thank you very well, much. Thank you for having me. Ideas can be supported or not supported by any group of people. I personally do not want my future children, children growing up in an education system where they are judged by the color of their skin I would rather them be judged by the content of their character. Mm. I think that's the root of the problem. We should stop making this about race and make this about ideas and values that we uphold. The human being is good, inherently good. It's just ideas and actions can be bad and so we need to differentiate between human beings and ideas and values, okay? We need to sort out ideas and values and allocate which ones are good or allocate them to a space of goodness and allocate them to a space of badness, right? That's what we do with ideas and actions. But we cannot do that to people. We cannot say to white people, you have been privileged because of the systems that have been created to only favor you. We can't say that. It's going to cause racial disharmony. So. And in further episodes, what I want to talk about is New Zealand history. So next year in 2022, the New Zealand, New Zealand government plans to roll out the New Zealand histories curriculum. That's going to, that's going to be biased against uh, Western culture. Uh, yeah, colonialism. There's, there's an attack on Western culture around the world. I, I just don't understand why. It's in the name of social justice. But I also want to talk about Te Te Waitangi and also the analysis, uh, further analysis of postmodernism. So, just as a recap, I want to say that Te Hurihanganui is not wholly good. There are parts that are good, but the other ideas, such as critical consciousness, we need to get rid of. They're terrible. Adi Sinder has an obscure view of the treaty because of the Waitangi Tribunal. And postmodern critical theory is infiltrating the education system and the government. This is what's, oh, this is, um, what's happening? Enjoy your day.